rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. Thank you, Ed, for helping produce the show. And that's why we need each other. And I appreciate that. So thank you so much for hanging out and being a part of the show and keeping the show going and growing. Hopefully more people will show up. I'm not sure how long, if we don't have any people showing up tonight. I don't know. I wasn't, th- I was trying to um, do a show this week. It's been a little difficult because of the kitten being lost. I've been out trying to find uh, little Marty. I think it's kind of a lost cause. I went around this um, I went around the neighborhood and well, yesterday I wasn't, I just couldn't get the show ready in time. Uh, and I was like, forget it. I can't do it. So, uh, but yesterday, so I took the opportunity to go around the neighborhood with a thermo camera. I'm not sure. What is it called? It's a thermo imaging camera. So, um, and it's, it works in the pitch dark you um you know you can't see anything but when using the camera you'll see uh the heat the the heat imaging from a a living creature and it absolutely works but no marty no little kitten so i saw a lot of other creatures i saw some i saw a raccoon and i saw a rat but I didn't see a Marty, and that's really upsetting. So I don't know. Uh, what am I going to do? I mean, I do my best out here up in this bitch. So thank you for everything. Here, look. Can you see? That's the raccoon with the heat imaging. Pitch dark, but you see, it's pretty amazing but you can get on an iPhone nowadays. All right, thank you. We see Jim in the chat. Thank you for your super chat, Jim. And thank you for being a moderator. And I see you, River. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Yeah, I know. Poor Marty. Exactly. He's such an asshole. I'm kind of pissed at him, really, because he had a home waiting for him with his brother. He could have lived a cushy life. In indoors, with belly rubs and a and a full belly. Instead, he's gonna live a life on the street. If I can't get him, I guess that's what he wants to do. All right, all right. So we got a lot of work to do. The uh, well, if you can become a patron, please do. You know the drill. Patreon.com/slash Tara Devlin. We're bleeding patrons like. Trump's bleeding indictments. So I don't know what's happening. Maybe people uh, don't like the show, but I know you guys like the show. I like the show. So I'll keep doing it as long as I can. And hopefully, yeah, we'll get more people to hang out. I know I need to do more. I need to do more short videos to appeal or whatever, not appeal, or find a, 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 an audience maybe that hasn't found the show. Because it really is a community that we build and we're hanging out. I love seeing everybody and I feel like I know you. <laughs> I know it's like 
it's kind of strange, but I look forward to seeing everybody. And, yeah, I don't know. It's like a bunch of friends hanging out. So if you can, if you want to join us, come on over to YouTube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. And I also want to thank Charlie for your support of the show. Charlie is a prolific supporter of not just the show, but also the community cats and the uh, rescue work that I try to do on the side. And I really appreciate that. It means a lot. So, oh, hi, Haku. Yeah, Boudica... She'll be back. She's a she's a little baby booty. Where is she? She's a, she's sowing her oats. I think she's bossing the boys around. And I like her. That's all I can say. She's very cute. I could show you a picture. I received a delivery of cat food and of course booty you know jumped in the box. She's a cutie. Baby Boudica. She's very cute. Look how cute she is. All right. We got a lot of work to do. Thank God we have the cats, our emotional support animals, to help us through these difficult times. So where do I even begin? And, of course, we're going to have our show tomorrow, too. So we'll, get a, we'll make it, you know, a two-hour show. I got to get to, I got to get some rest. I got to get up in the morning. Because I also have to, well, I got a, the lady that feeds the community cats went on vacation, so I have to get up early and feed them. The, some of, some, this particular set of community cats, so it's just one other thing I got to do tomorrow and the rest of the week, so. In between everything else. So, anyway, I don't want to overdo it. Sometimes I... I do a show and I'm up all night. It's hard to uh, it's hard to unwind. Not up all night, like maybe. Sometimes I, I well, that is true actually. Now that I'm saying this, sometimes it's just hard to unwind after the show and get to sleep. It's not like you can just be like, okay, sleep now. And then I f look at my watch or w my phone and it's three o'clock in the morning. It's not good because I have to get up. I get up early and I don't like sleeping late unless I'm sick it reminds me of when I was in active addiction that's why I cannot I can't sleep late I can't I I don't know you know what I mean it gets me depressed because I also feel like I'm wasting time I'm wasting my life sleeping you know even though now and then I like to sometimes I'll, I'll actually my my therapist gave me a good tip about it, about relaxing, and he's told me to put it into my my calendar to schedule it, and then you feel like you're sticking to the schedule because I really am. I'm sure you can relate, you know, to constantly going, 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 and when I take a minute, I feel like um. I don't know. I'm I'm cheating or something. I'm wasting my life. So uh, I thought that was a good tip, frankly. You know, just schedule it in your in your date book, some time for yourself to to chill, to do nothing. So 
even when I'm doing nothing, I'm doing something. So that's really the truth. But it's it's anxiety. I got a lot of anxiety too. I don't know. I don't know why I how um, else to be though. Some people can turn turn away and not pay attention to what's going on. And to me, I can't. I just can't do it because that's how we're in this boat. Oh, okay. So. Um, and this is why, all right, let's just get into what, I don't even know where to begin, because what's really annoying in general is um, Vivek Ramaswamy, or Ramaswamy, or Smarmy, Ramaswamy, he's um, incredibly annoying, also a grifter, and honestly, I think he's a sociopath. I saw him. He was being interviewed by Andrea Mitchell. First of all, of course, he was on Meet the Press. He's doing all, all media. He, after that abhorrent debate, which to me, it's when you watch the Republicans and then you watch the Democrats, like the last time we went through this, it's like night and day. They are, you know, the Democrats are discussing actual issues and the Republicans, what are they discussing? They're talking about woke. They're talking about, of course, like, you know, the obligatory trans bashing. They're talking about, uh, you know, shit like, uh, com- what are you talking um, Conspiracy theories, that's what I'm looking for. They're talking about bullshit. You know, the actual pressing issues of our day, we have the likes of Rivik Ramasmarmi saying it's a hoax. Now, when you watch the the interview, where is this interview with Andrea Mitchell? He, she's, he, was, being, he was interviewed with... I, let me show you. Hold on. Hello, I'm Vivek, and I want to ask you, of all the Democratic candidates out there, why should I vote for the one with the least political experience? Well, that's a big question, because now Republican presidential candidate joins us here next. Vivek Ramaswamy, right here on Andrea Mitchell Reports. You're watching MSNBC. So this is the the tease, you know, stay tuned after the commercial. We're going to be interviewing this schmarmy, un, this unfit, the latest Republican Johnny Bravo who fits the suit somehow um he's a grifter he's you know there's, there's something about republicans that they are attracted to uh, you know people don't know what they're doing yeah and the the smile i was I, when i watched this interview i was like is this a still of him? No, it's actually him sitting there. But he's he reminded me of Ted Bundy, to tell you the truth. You know, the charming smile, the the fake ass uh the fake ass humanity. He's he's just so full of shit. You know, the dead eyes and the fake smile having nothing. He's just an empty nothing. And they don't, I don't know what it is. What is it with Republicans and their attraction 
to people who have absolutely no experience. What, uh, let's see, that's the anti-establishment sentiment, is that it? In no other, uh, no other profession would you think somebody with absolutely no experience or no background or no anything. I mean, their only calling card is that they're able to make money. See, that's how sick and base these people are. Very easily played by grifters. Anti-establishment, this, this antipathy towards the, the politicians who actually know what they're doing, right? And uh, they, they, the, the Republicans, I guess they view governing experience as a disqualifier. Isn't that insane? So if you know what you're doing, if you have experience, if you've, you know, been a community organizer, if you've been in local government, if you've proven yourself, if you know how to build coalitions... If you know how to how how to get things done in a bureaucracy in a, in a system where you're you know ideally you work with other people you work with diverse coalitions who all have specific agendas and you try to come to some kind of uh, agreement and move forward as a community that's somehow uh, a detriment to these people. And the only thing that they, they seem to resonate with is the ability to come up with some scam to take money from people. And that's Vivek Ramaswamy, smarmy, with the fake-ass smile. He's such a poser. That's what's so, uh, what makes me so uncomfortable watching these people. It's sort of like, when you um, watch interviews of of uh, survivors, um, Ted Bundy survivors, you know they they talk about how you know there's just something something they felt you know how uh, he he you know he had this very appealing facade, but then you know there goes the dead eyes and the phony ass smile. It's like, welcome to my parlor. Look at that face. I mean, it's, it, it makes you kind of creepy. I, I get creeped out looking at him. And then the, uh, I guess, you know, this perceived authenticity because he's not a politician. Who is this person? He doesn't know anything. And um, a couple of shows ago, we were talking about how uh, Ramashmarmi was um, <clears throat> going on about the tyranny of the minority, which really pissed me off. And then when I was thinking more about it, the t this bullshit tyranny of the minority. And of course, he's talking about gay people, trans people, right? Where, <clears throat> you know, if you have to treat somebody with dignity and respect, that's somehow infringing on them. They get very upset by that. And that, therefore, is the tyranny of the minority, which isn't a thing. 
There is no such thing as the tyranny of the minority. By, I, I mean, by, uh, just by, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, what's the word? It's just basic truth, you know, but then the real, um, then actual things like climate change, that to them is a hoax, right? The tyranny of the minority, which is not even a thing. When, when in history and reality does the minority tyrannize the majority? Right? It's, how, it's not possible. It's absolutely not possible. But it says everything about the Republicans because they just can't share. They can't share civilization with people who aren't them. They can't make room. They can't move over. They can't stop man-spreading on the subway. They can't slide over a little and let somebody else sit down. That's somehow you're tyrannizing them if they have to uh, uh, move, if they have to adjust themselves and make room for somebody else. Because it's the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. The tyranny of the minority, but they love that. They all um, were impressed by this bullshit that he sowed. And they were like, oh, remember when he was talking to that, per- that person that was saying, she said, uh, I'm a pansexual, whatever the hell, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, uh, very rational looking, but I don't want, I, I, I don't like the tyranny of the mi- minority. And all of the onlookers are like, mm-hmm, yeah. Because they think they're being tyrannized by having to call somebody what they want to be called. That's somehow, you know, a bridge too far for them. Forget the tyranny of the majority who push people uh, back in the closet or want to just annihilate, literally annihilate the trans community, legislate against. There's the, w- tell me where in the, um, in the United States there's um, you know, legislation against the majority. But you have hundreds and hundreds of bills where these filthy fascists are, 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 that's all they have. They don't have anything in reality that will help the community. They have, they have anti-trans bills, anti-gay, all bullshit. When it comes to climate change, they have nothing. When it comes to guns, they have nothing. That When it comes to health care, they have nothing. Anyway, all right, let me continue with this. They got nothing. And that's the thing. See, Republicans, that's what they, it's what I was, I always said, I said it, I said it. I know, I'm like losing my voice. I didn't realize my voice was, 
<clears throat> this raspy because I was by myself all day and all I said all day was like, oh, look at baby booty. That's it. So I didn't realize. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on. Always losing my voice. <clears throat> is it okay? Is it annoying? I hope not. Oh, well, it is my voice. What can I say? I'm not a Ramashmarmy. Um, but what was I saying? Shit. All right, well, it'll come back to me when we're playing this. Ron DeSantis, an entrepreneur and political newcomer, Vivek Ramaswamy, stood political out on center newcomer. stage. They hit the highest poll numbers. And grabbing he headlines sucks. with statements like this one. See, the thing is, the corporate media, I, I, I got to tell you, I wish I had grabbed this um, segment today from MSNBC. It was so irritating. Um, they were talking about Ramaswamy, and they, I mean, it is the media that's elevating him, just like the, um, they did to Trump. So <clears throat> they were talking about, you know, because now we always have to check in with the Republicans and, uh, and the Trump Anzies to see where they're, where they're at. And, they're asking, they were asking, you know, so one of these pundits were asking one of the Trump anzies, will you, what do you think about Trump? You want Trump to be your uh, Fuhrer? And they're like, yes, there's nobody else for me. I, I only want Trump to trickle on me and, and trickle in my mouth if he can. And so then Ramesh Smarmy spoke and according to this p pundit, after, uh, as, as Ramashwamy was speaking, this person that was like, I only have eyes for Trump's trickles, was like, yes, yes, as if he, he was uh, tickling her, you know, uh, most uh, erogenous zones by talking about how climate change is a hoax and... Uh, the tyranny of the minority and, you know, everything that's uh, not real is real. And um, so after the, the smarmy s spoke, according to the corporate media pundit, this person was like, yes, I might be able to change my vote to Ramas Smarmy because the, this is how easily played Republicans are. They don't actually like government we know that they don't see they want all the benefits of government they want all the benefits of civilization they just don't understand they don't want to share that's the problem anytime they uh, the they are expected to you know open their minds hearts and just even you know shut up about other people that just want to exist then they feel like they're being infringed upon and then it's civil war and um but that i mean that's really the 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 problem with them you know they want to they want the benefits of civilization but they don't they it's only for themselves and um so the ramaswamy and all of the republicans it's 
they're not talking about governing. It's not about governing. It's about performance. It's not about what you can do for the the country or the the civilization. You know, it's not about investing in each other or helping each other or leaving nobody behind. It's not about that. It's about putting on a show for the dupes and the, and how it can make these these dupes feel uh, I guess like th- it's okay for them to be as small and racist and 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 ignorant as they are it's the it's all an act for example, I mean, even before I go on with this, where I'm a smarmy, uh, the other thing I want to talk about too is, um, you know, DeSantis and this and the hurricane, where he's he's uh, first of all, uh, I was when I was watching him giving a briefing about the the hurricane. It was, he's, he's just so irritating, you know? And I almost expected him to call the hurricane a scumbag, right? Oh, the scumbag hurricane, because it has, they have nothing. They're not going to do anything about climate change. To them, it's a hoax. You can't, well, they know it's not a hoax, but they realize they have to continue to say that. And they know who their paymasters are. And so here's an example of Republicans uh, bringing nothing to the table. Here's DeSantis uh, talking about the hurricane. I'd also just remind potential looters that people, you never know what you're walking into. People have a right to defend their property. Incredible. Uh, This part of Florida, you got a lot of advocates and some proponents of the Second Amendment. And I've seen signs in different people's You've yards in the all, past right? after these disasters. And I would say it's probably here. You loot, we shoot. You never know what's behind that door. If you go break into somebody's house. Hi, I'm Brian Kilmeade. I want you to do me a favor. Oh, God. I forgot. I didn't clip that part out. But you loot, we shoot. Here's the thing. that Nobody was looting. There's, there was zero reports of looting. There is no looting going on. So why would you even say that? Why would you say, you loot, we shoot? Because you're putting on a show. Republicans are putting on a show for their dupes, and they also have to make people feel afraid. You loot, we shoot? Forget, um, you know, coming together in this crisis, in this hurricane, helping each other. Nobody's looting. There was zero looting happening. But that doesn't fit the tough guy narrative. So they need, so DeSantis, he needed an opportunity. There was a camera in front of him. So he needed to sow fear, discord, division, mistrust among people. You loot, we shoot. So what does that do to people? It makes them afraid when they hear things like that. Oh, I better wear my gun. Next thing you know, someone's getting shot. 
because they're what? They knock on the wrong door. Or they're, they're lost. They need directions. Or they're, you know, there's a million scenarios, but this is who they are. These filthy cowards, you know, they're shooting through doors at people who are ringing the wrong bells. And this is the kind of country they like living in because they don't, you know, they don't like sharing with others. And they are inherently racist. And they're inherently small and... Unity is anathema to the Republican political agenda, and that is authoritarianism. So they need people to be suspicious and to sow fear and incite violence. It's just a, just a, a, a statement like that. You loot, we shoot. No one was looting. I can understand if people were looting. But there were, were no reports of looting. But they have to put that in people's minds. You know, they gotta, they got to drop that in. Forget, um, you know, why don't you drop in the, the stories of uh, people working together? You know, helping each other. Stop making everyone afraid and suspicious. And, um, and especially the right-wingers, because that's what they are naturally. Suspicious and fearful and easily prone to violence. As, you know, as our, as our uh, statistics and our, uh, and our own eyes can... can uh, can testify. I mean, it's just disgusting, you know? I, I, I was so outraged by that. But I, when I was grabbing that video, I was looking into the... It was a Fox News feed, of course, and I, was, I sometimes peruse the comments, and people are like, oh, there's Boudicca. Uh, peop, some, peop, some of the morons were like, um, yeah, he's got a point, and yeah, but, but no one is, no one's looting. No one is looting. Why would you, why would you do that to your community? Why would you try to make each other, make the, um, the people in a crisis, uh, make them afraid of each other? Put that in the back of their mind, that, that there are other citizens out there trying to take advantage of the crisis. And it's not happening. It's absolutely not happening. So that's what, that's what makes me sick about these right-wingers. They never stop lying. They never stop dividing. They never stop pour pouring their sickness into this society. And they are the minority. This is the thing. We know this. The good thing is they are the minority. The, the, the bad thing is that the, they have a very large media apparatus that spreads this bullshit that keeps the lies going, that keeps the division going, that sows violence. And, you know...
we, uh, I don't know. I was going to say how much longer we going to take it, but it's, you know, it sucks. Uh, let me get back to Andrea. Hello, I'm Vivek. And I'm Vivek. All right, so where where is this? Heat waves and other weather-related events in 1920. For every 100 that died then, then two die today. And the reason why is more plentiful, abundant access to fossil fuels and technology powered by fossil fuels. I can also tell you today, it is a hard fact. None of these things are disputed. Eight times as many people Not die true. of cold temperatures than die of warm ones. This, the right this got him a uh, pants on fire, you know? on uh, PolitiFact. Let me see. PolitiFact. I'll look it up. Answer to all temperature-related deaths is more He's plentiful, so abundant access to fossil fuels. It the Earth is covered by more green bullshit. surface area today than it was half a century or a century ago because carbon dioxide is plant food. And but, carbon dioxide as a percentage of the atmosphere is still at a relative but, low through human say, history. Those are just, hard facts. And I think we have to acknowledge a, those facts when having this debate. There's a hard fact of the hurricane that is now approaching. The mayor, a three-generation St. Petersburg resident, Says he's never seen anything like this, the, the ocean warming. But let me move on to some. Andrea, other may, may I respectfully me, offer a response to that? And I mean this with due respect. If someone on the Bullshit. other side were an uneducated person from Arkansas who didn't go to college and offered one weather event as an end of one anecdote to help support a well, theory of global climate change, you'd laugh off, off the stage as a rube for saying they don't follow data. The same well, shoe has to fit the other foot. Follow the actual data. I'm not talking he's, about. All of that. See, this the this is what Republicans do. They're very they're fast talking grifters, and you know Andrea Miller is what is she gonna do? She's she's trying to get her questions out, and he's just like boom, boom, boom with the bullshit. The reality is more people have die are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate change. That's what he said. Which is b absolute bullshit. In fact, from PolitiFact, it says more deaths from climate change policies than climate change. Scientists say that Rama Smarmy's claim is baseless. So when Fox, I mean, I won't read the whole uh, intro. The reality is the anti-carbon agenda is a wet blanket on our economy because that's all that matters, you know. If you're um, not, not that a renewable revival or just a renewable, um, you know, New Deal, that would be as Joe Biden says. When I think green. Uh, energy, I think jobs. That's you know that's if that's not a um, uh, a boom for the economy, what is? You know, um, and this is a kind of the, these are the kind of jobs that can't be outsourced. So whatever, uh, he's just a, a a tool, a right wing, filthy fascist tool who I'm telling you, in the, and, and not in the, in the very, I mean, because uh, it's not the distant future, in the near future, everything he said is going to be, it's, it's just going to be laughed at. 
when future generations, when we're all dead and gone, and the future generations look at this, at, at that clip, and they study this time, because you know they will, political scientists and, uh, and the future generations will study this time, if we survive as a democratic republic, they're gonna. This is gonna be one of the times in history that's gonna get a lot of attention. And that clip is going to be emblematic of the Republican Party. They're gonna. It's gonna look like the. You know, when we look back on. Sci- uh, on medicine and leeches. We're go- and, well, I mean, it's probably worse. It's when we look back on the tobacco industry, when we look back on those clips of the tobacco industry uh, when in front of Congress saying that nicotine is not addictive, the, when all the tobacco executives... Let me see if I have that. Nicotine... Hmm. Addictive. Yeah, I can't find it. I know I had it somewhere. But you know what I'm saying. When they're all go, do you think nicotine is addictive? And they go down the line. They're like, no, no. All these tobacco executives who knew they had the research. Oh, not just addictive, excuse me, that it causes cancer. That's what they were asked. Does nicotine cause cancer? Let me see. Cancer, blah, blah, blah. Not nicotine. Well, Trump says wind causes cancer, right? Hillary wanted to put up wind. Wind. If you, if you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations. Your house just went down 75% in value. I know it's a little low. And they say the noise causes cancer. You tell me that one, okay? You know, the thing oh makes it so... And, of it's course, unbearable. it's like a graveyard for birds. Like you give a shit about birds? If you birds? love birds, you'd never want to walk under a windmill because it's a very sad, sad sight. It's like a cemetery. We put a little... Can you believe people voted for that, that dirtbag? And they want to vote for him again, that filthy traitor? So, as PolitiFact says about the Ramashmarmi, he said... It says Ramaswamy didn't explain his evidence and it was unclear what he was referring to. His campaign didn't answer us on debate night or the following day, but in early August he made a related claim writing on uh, X, Twitter. Fact, the climate disaster death rate has declined by 98% over the last century, even as carbon emissions have risen. The average person is 50 times less likely to die of a climate-related cause than in 1920. Why? Fossil fuels. An inconvenient truth for the climate cult. I mean, doesn't this guy have any shame? Of course not. He is a sociopath. You understand that somebody like him uh, we saw, you could see it in his smile, right? He's, he reminds me of Ted Bundy. He say anything to get what he wants. And what he wants in this situation, he wants attention. 
He wants power. He's unfit, just like all the rest of the Republicans. He's not some wonderkind. He's just the next grifter in a long line of Republican grifters who don't know how to behave, who bring nothing to the table. And, uh, but they love him. Hey, yeah, I might, I might uh, vote for Ramaswamy now. And in fact, Trump says he's going to make, well, he's thinking that he could make Ramaswamy his VP, if you can believe it. My God, it's uh, it's unbelievable. Could you imagine? How could we? How could uh, that um, administration would be unbearable? Last question: uh, You said that you weren't uh, you weren't going, but you would be watching the uh, the debate. You were for a vice president because you're a coward. And you have nothing to say, and you just don't want to put your foot in your mouth, say some stupid thing, as you always do. Like, we needed him there to talk about the size of his dick, right? To lie about his supposed wealth. He's supposed to be a billionaire. But, you know, if you're a billionaire and all your co-conspirators are going to gonna go to jail... Right, and they need to find attorneys. Of course, they can always take a um, public defender, but I guess they want whatever. But they're uh, why wouldn't he pay for? He's, why wouldn't he pay for anyone's attorney? He's not paying for Rudy Giuliani's attorney. He's not paying for any one of them because he's a goddamn fraud. He's a fraud. What billionaire needed to start a multi-level marketing vitamin scam? What actual billionaire? What actual genius? What actual successful businessman needed to put his name on to a multi-level marketing vitamin scam? Right? I mean, it's unreal. How stupid Republicans are. Okay, well, listen. Have you thought of Vice President Ramaswamy? Well, I think he's great. Look, anybody that said I'm the best uh, president in a generation, it's I don't crazy. know, you have to define generation, but so long time. And uh, he said it a couple of times, and he said it in 100 years. So wow. I, I have to like a guy like that. You know, I can't get up, upset with him. But he's a smart guy. Uh, he's a young guy. Uh, he's got a lot of talent. He's a very, very, uh, what an a very intelligent person. Observer. He's got good energy, and he he could be in some form of something. I tell you, I think he'd be very good. I think mm. he's very good. I think he's really Oops. distinguished himself. He's starting he's to get out there a little bit. He's a little bit getting a little. He's distinguished himself. Yes, it's like he's like uh, he's like Frederick Douglass. He's getting a lot of attention nowadays. He's doing some pretty good things. A bit controversial. I got to tell him be a little bit careful. Order. Last question. Oh, shit. I hit the wrong button. Wait. And he said it in 100 years. So I have to like a guy like He likes him because he's sucking his ass like a Hoover vacuum. Because he wants to be VP. 
He understands. He's like the Sarah Palin of of today. A, another smarmy, fast talk. Well, Sarah Palin was, uh, you know, he's just as dumb, but he, he's he's uh, he's just more skilled at hiding how ignorant he is because he like he talks fast and he has a lot of stupid uh, ideas that come out of his mouth that uh, uh, I guess the morons think that he's smart because he's he just. That has a lot of words. He knows the words. He's got, you know, he's got the best words for them. Yeah. As far as what he says about fossil fuels, the an inconvenient truth for the climate cult, although historical data does show deaths from weather disasters have declined since the 1900s, Experts say that's largely, largely attributable to better disaster warning systems. You see? Sort of like, you know, it's not necessarily... They make these um, disjointed and disingenuous correlations between things. It has nothing to do with what he's talking about. We just have... We've, we've gotten better at reading the weather of, or predicting the weather and warning each other to, so we could take precautions and respond without, you know, and uh, survive events other than, rather than be at the complete mercy. Um, uh, so such data does not undermine evidence that extreme weather worsened by a warming planet has taken millions of lives. His answer is completely wrong says Kevin Trenberth, a scholar at the National Center of Atmospheric Research. I do not know of any policies that have increased risk. Worldwide, extreme weather disasters worsened by climate change cause more than 2 million deaths from 1970 to 1921, according to a report from the World Meteorological Organization in a recent report from May 2023, the World Health Organization said climate change is the single biggest health threat facing humanity and that climate change is already killing us. The WHO reported in November that at least 15,000 people died because of the heat in 2022. But... There you go. You see, climate change is the single single biggest health threat facing humanity, but Republicans have no solutions. They got nothing. They have no they have nothing to offer. It's like the same situation as far as, you know, guns. When they one of the latest massacres and they asked the Republicans, yeah, what are you going to do? Is there anything you can do? And they're like, nah, nothing we can do. No. Nope. We just, hey, hey, whatever. Wash our, we wash our hands of this. That's the same thing with the Republicans. Now, rather, see, if you don't, if you... If you simply deny the crisis, 
then you won't have to do anything about it. You can continue being a useless, self-serving grifter with a fake-ass smile and dead eyes. That's it. You could be a sociopath who will say anything. You know, the thing is, you could tell these people like, you know, Ramaswamy, Trump, they're not getting into politics for altruism. They're not doing it to help their community, the American people, or humanity, or people in general. They're not doing it for other they're doing they're not doing it to serve they're doing it to serve themselves they get into office for selfishness trump got into political office because he wanted you know he he needed uh, a uh, branding exercise it was he uh you know he he, f- he was surprised he w- he won despite receiving fewer votes it's a complete fluke now he's running for office so he can stay out of jail. That's it. That's why he announced in his very low-energy announcement at Maramoron that, you know, that he was running. He, he announced well, you know, well before anyone had ever announced their run for the so-called president despite receiving fewer votes. <laughs> And uh, because he wanted to, he was hoping that nothing would happen. He was hoping that simply announcing a run for president would stop the Justice Department from holding him accountable for his crimes. Merrick the Mild just might have done that. May, he may have acquiesced to the con man, but... You know, he he appointed Jack Smith, who's not who's not intimidated by this clown, and neither is Fawny Willis. Even when you call her Fanny, because they're fucking ignorant little babies. They're just babies, and that just says it all too. The fact that they can't call Fawny Willis by her name, they can't say Democratic Party. They, they have these little babyish taunts. It says it all. They got nothing. They have no policies. In fact, well, their policies are, are divisive. They're just there to concentrate wealth and power for the rich to... And then they have their media apparatus to divide and to pour their lies into the empty heads of the morons who, who are hoping their, their dim leaders, you know, will give them the, uh, permission to be as stupid and racist as they are. And they are. That's what they're doing. That's it. And then otherwise, uh, if they can't be racist openly and, and then, then they get canceled or racist or bigoted or homophobic, transphobic, oh, they don't want to be canceled, right? That's what it's about. Everybody, because everybody's the tyranny of the minority. They're picking on them. They just can't function 
in a in a diverse society. It's that's what it's all about. You know, I can't get up, upset with him, but he's a smart guy. Uh, he's a young guy. Uh, he's got a lot of talent. He's a very, very he's uh, young. He's a got very intelligent hair. person. He's, he's got uh, good energy, got and he he could be at some smile. form of something. I tell you, I think some he'd be very good. I think he's very good. I think he's really distinguished himself. He has. He's distinguished himself as a kook, and the corporate media is blowing smoke up his ass. It's really annoying. This is what they did to Trump. They elevate these grifters when the only story should be, what's wrong with the people who, who want to vote for somebody like this? We're in an existential crisis. Climate change is real. The grifters, the con men, the coup plotters are trying to overthrow democracy. Half of them are going to jail, thank God. Trump is indicted 91 times for various crimes. And what's wrong with the people who want to vote for him? That's the only story. And not, will you change your vote from Trump to Ramashmami? Oh, I lie. Yes. 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 Unreal. He's starting to get out there a little bit. He's a little bit getting a little bit controversial. I got to tell him be a little bit careful because <laughs> some things you have to, some things you have to hold in oh just a little. Oh my god! Oh my god! These people are unbearable, unbearable, unbearable. I I, I can't. He's like. What's so funny? Why are you laughing, you filthy traitor? What is so funny about an unfit, tax-cheating, draft-dodging, wannabe dictator con man, a convicted rapist, a unfit scumbag trying to avoid prison by... Manipulating our political system by inflicting its unfit carcass on this country, on the government that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us. What is so funny about that? It's unreal. The unfitness for office is is a selling point for these people. I mean, at that debate, this Ramasmarmy, the unfitness for office, if, if you didn't think he was unfit before, he's certainly unfit now, but then all, every show has him on. He's on every single goddamn show, every morning show, on the, every evening show, to, to spin his fast-talking lies and to cloud the heads of the morons just get you get your get these fake you know these these uh oh it's just a fact it's just a fact no it's not you know andrea you should have stopped him in his tracks and say just pot him down in the control room He's he's talking a mile a minute, and it's, and it's a fire hose of lies. 
now he's running for pre- I mean, he's never held any single political office at any level, and now he's running for president. And we had that, we, we tried that before, haven't we? I mean, the, the arrogance, that's part of it. You know, they have no respect, and that's why they act like that. You, if you had respect for, your, for the presidency, for the country, if you literally, if you actually wanted to serve your community, you would, you would get some experience in no other executive position. You know, you couldn't be the CEO of, of NBC with no experience, but you're going to be the president of the United States? You haven't held any position. You don't know civics. You've, for Ramasmarmi, he, he hadn't even voted. That's the other thing. He, his voting record is a smattering he wasn't even, you know, paying attention. And the other thing is, oh, wait, hold on. He, you know, he made money. That's all that matters to the, to the Trump cult. But he made money with Martin Screlly. Well, am I? Wait, hold on. Ramaswamy. Swami Screlly. Oh, wait. I had it here. <sighs> beep, beep, beep. Let me see. Rama. Oh, here it is. There is evidence that Vivek Ramaswamy made money through his company, Royvant Sciences, which he owns approximately $600 million in stock. However, there's also reports that Ramaswamy was involved in a significant in a significant investment in a, in a biotech company run by the disgraced investor, Martin Screlly. There you go. What is the relationship between Vivek Ramasmarmi and Martin Screlly? I mean, he's, a, he's a Martin Screlly. That's what he is. How much do you have to hate yourself and your country and your fellow Americans? To put somebody like that in, a, in an office. You know, these people that are always, like, talking about how uh, we should run government like a business. Well, what business, what business would put someone with no experience into their executive offices? Not even, forget CEO, even a VP position would they just give it to somebody that had absolutely no experience? No. Oh, his only experience is that he has no scruples and he gets in bed with Martin Screlly, who's a scumbag in his own right? Vivek Ramaswamy and Martin Screlly have a business relationship. Ramaswamy's hedge fund firm invested in a biotech company run by Screlly, 
Squarely has rever- referred to Ramaswamy as his biggest investor and a friend. However, Ramaswamy has criticized Screlly in his book, Woke Inc. Ugh, I hate these people. And described him as pathologically incapable of telling the truth. Well, I guess it takes one to know one in that circumstance. It is unclear how much money Ramaswamy made through the investment. Incredible. But not unbelievable. These people are unfit. They're just absolutely unfit. And they need to be legally and peacefully smashed into history's trash pile. Right? That's what I think. And where is this other thing? I can't take them. I just can't take them. Um, They were all talking about civil war. Why? Who needs a civil war? Just go. Just go. Just fuck off. Secede. What if we, you know, they called the civil war and nobody came? Who's that? Boudica. Booty. Booty. There's Ray Ray. I don't even know where to where to begin. Well, I mean, Clarence Tom. Look at these two. Look at these two. Of course, well, well, well I was going to talk about Clarence Tom. Everybody's talking about, you know, Cla- that's another symptom. Clarence Thomas, Uncle Clarence is, uh, he had to put out another disclosure. I mean, the, the and it took he he uh, it took him a long time because he filed an extension. I guess he and his insurrectionist wife Ginny had to kind of think about what are we going to do? Everybody's picking on him. You know, everybody always picks on these poor republicans who want to live the lifestyles of the rich and famous and th- there you go. Just like I said, Republicans do not get into government for altruism. They get into government to line their own pockets. And and it's clear. Clarence Thomas, he's a billionaire's pet. He's like a pampered pet. You know, like uh, Paris Hilton's Chihuahua or something. That's what that's Clarence Thomas. He likes to be kept. I mean, don't you have any dignity, Clarence? Think, speaking of, you know, dignity, they have no dignity. They have no decency. They hate democracy. But, you know, you're, this is the party of personal responsibility, right? They always talk about how people need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. And what? Get a billionaire benefactor? I don't see Clarence pulling himself up by his bootstraps. I mean, these people that they're so Christian too. That's the other thing. But they're they're so of the world, right? Everything that they fake, that the that the savior they pretend to worship said, they they don't abide by a single thing he said. The only thing they do is gay bash. 
And the Savior they pretend to worship said nothing about that. And you know if Jesus came back, who he'd be hanging out with. He'd be hanging out with gay people and trans people. That's the damn truth. These two are going nuts. Boudica. Booty. What's going on? Ray Ray, come here. Ray Ray. Booty? Boot. Ray Ray. <laughs> you better be good. Yeah. I mean, to think of Clarence Thomas uh, yeah, and Republicans in general, they're always talking about, you know, manly, manliness, we're losing manliness, what happened to, uh, everybody's being uh, feminized, right? The man is being feminized. Well, be a man, Clarence. What man wants to be kept like a pet? Right? You're a freaking Supreme Court justice. I know you hate your job. You resent it. It don't pay. It ain't worth the money. That's what you said. Can you believe these people? That's what he said. This job. Wait, where is it? I have that. It's so, I can't take these. Why don't they just go then? Just get the F out. The job is not worth doing for what they pay. It's not worth doing for the grief. But Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. It ain't worth doing for what they pay. You're so put upon. Right? You're so... Everybody's picking on you. It's not worth what they pay. Who thinks like that? You know? They invited this this so-called Supreme Court justice to speak, and he's up there whining about how much he gets paid. It ain't worth the pay? Well, maybe it's not about the pay. Maybe everything is not about money. You know, you, made a, you make a good living as a Supreme Court justice. Most people could, could be and would be happy with it. But not to the lifestyle that Uncle Clarence wants to exist at. You know, because he loves Jesus and he wants to inflict his his sick version of Jesus on everybody, which means that gay people should be in the closet, trans people shouldn't exist, that the uh, legal marriage contract of the same, if you want to form a marriage contract with somebody of the same peepee, you shouldn't be allowed to. But, you know, he's around, he's going around jet-setting, He's flying on private jets. And now, according to Uncle Clarence, that's because um, everyone's picking on him. He, he actually said that, and, and this is who they are, you know, because the party of personal responsibility never takes responsibility. They are, um, he says that it's because of... Um, the fact that he overturned Roe versus Wade and sent women to the back alleys again, 
to die. He, you know, he helped create more abortions in the country and also sent women into back alleys. Is um, the is that's why he needs to be kept as a pet because he might feel the wrath of the of the average Joe. Uh, you know, of the unwashed masses. So he needs to protect his ass. And, of course, you know, Harlan Crow likes his pet. He lo- I love my pets, too. I want them to be protected. So, like, Harlan Crow likes his pet, too. So he flies him around on a private jet. He gives him... Everything he can. He gives him all kinds of... He takes him on vacation. He don't have to be there, you know, um, but he pays. He pays for everything. He sends him around the world. He, he, wa- he wanted him to have the experience of a vacation that costs more money than many people ever earn in a lifetime. He, li- he literally went on vacation that cost... $500,000, and that was paid for by his, uh, his owner, Harlan Crow. Now, if you're a man, right? These Republicans are always worried about the man, everyone, you know, the men at the top. Wouldn't you um, want to pay for your own self? Pay your own way? Don't you have any dignity, Uncle Clarence? Right? Am I wrong here? I mean, don't you have any self-respect? Why would you? you? He just takes these gifts. He's, I mean, think about it. He allows this billionaire to pay for his mother's house, and his mother lives in it. And then he sends him on a trip trips, not just a trip, trips around the world. He flies them all over the place uh, in private jets. He bought the RV that um, this so-called, you know, regular stock guy likes to drive around in when he's pretending to vacation in Walmart parking lots. You know, he's of regular stock. You know, I don't have any problem with going to Europe, but I prefer the United States, and I prefer seeing the regular parts of the United States. I prefer going across the rural areas. I prefer the RV parks. I prefer the Walmart parking lots to the beaches and things like that. There's something normal to me about it. I come from regular stock. And I prefer that. I prefer being around that. How come we never see you around that, though? I only see you flying private jets and going on $500,000 vacations, drinking the best champagne, smoking the best cigars. It's incredible. I never see you in the Walmart parking lot. I, I see you on a stage at some, you know, some right-wing think tank 
friggin' dinner that you shouldn't be involved in because you should really care about uh, the appearance of impropriety. But you don't. But I see you, uh, I see you complaining about how much you earn or make or whatever the hell. I mean, think about it. If somebody bought your mother's house and your mother lives there now, his mother's still alive, I guess, right? She's still going. And you have a nephew who you consider a son, Regardless, it's uh, that's incidental. And the billionaire pays for this person's education. And the billionaire sends you on trips all around the world. And the billionaire pays for your RV where you can... And the billionaire funds the propaganda film where you're sitting behind the wheel of the RV that the billionaire bought for you for a quarter of a million dollars. That's a gift. That's a gift to his pet. And you're talking about how you like the Walmart parking lots because you're of regular stock. The balls on these fucking people. The fucking balls. They got balls like hoppity hops. And they think we're all stupid. And Clarence, they, this is the only play that the Republicans have. It's, it's, it's this uh, indignation. Everyone's always picking on them. It's your fault I got to take off a private jet. It's your fault because I sent women to back alleys and stripped them of their autonomy. And made it harder, you know, for women to get health care. I inflicted pain on as many Americans as I possibly can, on families. I put families through unnecessary, needless trauma for the sake of the fake Jesus I pretend to worship. He ha- everything, you know, we're all living in the manias of these freaks who simply need help. You know, Uncle Clarence, like the rest of the right-wingers, get help. Just get help. And stop inflicting your manias on decent society. But they don't. They don't get help. I mean, somebody like like Clarence, Uncle Clarence, uh, just think about how he's a, he's a so-called justice of the United States. He's in the, this cushy-ass job for life. And he makes a decent living. He's, what do they earn, like 300000 a year or something? He can't support himself on that, but he wants to live the lifestyles of the rich and famous. He's not a servant. He's not there to help the American. He hates the American people. Just like the rest of the right-wingers. Just like Ron DeSantis. Like Death Santis. He's, he hates the American people. That's why he's got to say, Don't you, uh, if you loot, we shoot. When nobody's looting. Because he has to so 
division and discord and suspicion amongst the people. And Uncle Clarence, he hates the American people. Like the rest of the right wingers, you know, he sits in the ivory tower and he and any any attempt to make a more perfect union, he's he's very aggrieved by it. He's bitter. He simply needs to get help, but rather he wants to drag us through his, his main is that's all it is, you know. Republicans, they can't stand democracy they can't stand liberal democracy they hate america so they want to they and and of course they can't get the help they need because they're cowards and that would that would that, that getting help requires courage asking for help requires humility and courage and they don't have that they can't that's not manly enough you know but it's manly to be kept by a billionaire as a pet Right? That's manly to uh, allow this billionaire to buy your mother's home. I mean, think about that. Don't you have any self-respect? You know, I don't hear any other uh, liberal media pundit or any pundit in general even saying that. Even thinking that. It, it's unethical. And... It's just, uh, it's, it says that this person is unfit. You know, he has no dignity. You're allowing yourself to be kept like some billionaire's bitch? You're allowing, you know, I mean, when you, don't you have any decency? This is what I'm talking about. Republicans... They love sucking on whatever, the government cheat, any cheat they can now, right? But they're these legends in their own mind. But everybody else, right? He's being kept by a billionaire, but, oh, it's pull yourself up by your bootstraps. The rest of us get bootstraps. Well, we weren't fortunate enough to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and marry, I mean, and be kept by a billionaire. You might as well marry him. At least, at least if you were married to him, it, you'd have an excuse for taking all of his money for being kept like somebody's pet. It's incredible. You know, if you go out with people and you're or your friends, oh, this is my friend. I didn't think I was. Go I needed to disclose it. You're a fucking Supreme Court justice, and that's also very concerning. That he said, oh, I discussed it. I asked some people. Who the he, he's making decisions about our lives. He's inflicting his manias on our lives, but he has to go around and ask people, should I disclose this? And then he needs an extension. Oh, I didn't disclose. I didn't think I, could, I needed to disclose it. He, he's like the rest of them. Alito, the same thing, taking gifts from people. But, you know, they don't give a shit about the, the appearance 
of impropriety. Whatever. Whatevs. You know, it's about we serve them. They don't serve us. We're we're just uh, along for the ride. It's incredible, though. If if you go out with your friends, after a while, <clears throat> you know somebody's like, oh, "I got it. Let me pay." But you know what's like? No, no, no. I can't take all of these gifts. But that's if you have decency and dignity. You know, what? A, he's a real man. I, I mean, give me a break. These Republicans are always inflicting their, their, their sickness on us. Talk to Josh Harley about, oh, the men, men are, uh, you know, what, what, is, what is this stupid Josh Harley book about men, the end of men? Unreal. I mean, come on. Come on. Where is this? Uh, Clarence Thomas. Here, this is, uh, this is rich. Seriously. No pun intended. Clarence Thomas's lawyer says a billionaire bought Thomas's, you know, Uncle Clarence's mom's house because it was in a blighted neighborhood full of junkies. And they wanted her to keep living there. What does that mean? Billionaire Harlan Crow bought Uncle Clarence's mom's house, which the justice partly owned in 2014. The sale was undisclosed, raising questions about ethics. And then, then of course, when the the... This is how sick these Republicans are, because... When they're, they ask for Roberts to come before Congress, he's like, oh, you know, separation of powers. Bullshit. Congress makes the rules about the Supreme Court. They, they have oversight of the court. These are, they, yeah, they're walking around like they're a bunch of kings. It's incredible, <clears throat> but not unexpected. And they're very indignant when being questioned. How dare you question the, the kings of America when they're being kept by billionaires? And this is the kind of system that the founders fought a revolution to escape and overcome. And they didn't create this constitutionally limited democratic republic for this you know they uh, this is a human condition of course greed selfishness narcissism and uh you know the and it's just rampant in the republican party they're unfit they're simply unfit It's sickening. But to think that uh, Uncle Clarence, he, he's, a, he's a Supreme Court justice, you would think, that's the other thing, that he would have a, uh, a clue, right? That it would, it's, it's obvious. 
I'm, I, I'm not a Supreme Court justice, but I know that this stinks, that the ethics of this are horrible. Why, why you need to ask people? How many people are you going to... Just keep asking people until you get the answer you want. Right? That's how they do it. Oh, I asked this guy and that guy. I asked the lady on the street. I asked my mother. I asked Harlan Crow. I asked Elon Musk. I asked Trump. I asked my wife. And none of them said I should disclose. The appearance of impropriety. They don't give a shit. They're like, catch me if you can. That's how they roll. Catch me if you can. And then when you do, when you're catching them, they're like, oh, uh, weaponization. This is being weaponized against me. Like Rudy Giuliani, this filthy, filthy rat. This rat fucking Giuliani. This scummy scum of the earth. Oh, he can't stop lying. He's he's still lying. The court ruled in favor of Ruby Freeman. And who's the other one? I can't remember their names. You know, the two women, the patriots who were doing their civic and patriotic duty, helping their fellow Americans on election day and there comes the scummy rat fink fucker Giuliani this piece of shit no offense to excrement who targeted these powerless and politically unconnected patriots they're passing around uh, USB drives that are uh, like like heroin Fuck you. Unbelievable. But that's what Republicans do. They would never do they would never target somebody who's politically connected and powerful. They only target the powerless and the vulnerable. You understand? It's true. Because they're cowards. They're absolute cowards. Then you have that piece of shit Trump talking about uh, Ruby Freeman and, and Shay Moss, right? Name-dropping them. And then they send their... They sent this effing priest, right, to go harass her. He's one of the indicted, this priest asshole. who was stalking her. And then uh, Giuliani's like, oh, he just rang her doorbell. He's still lying, you understand? He's still lying about, you know, because Republicans will never stop. That's why they need to be legally and peacefully smashed into history's trash pile. Unapologetically. But 
Yeah, here, here's Ru- uh, Rudy. He can't stop lying. You know, the fake news is freaking out. I can tell yeah, this is fake, fake, news. New- fake news. They're jumping up and down with joy, thinking that you're guilty of something. But I have a feeling that's not they're not telling the right You're story feeling. about Ruby. What's her name? Ruby Freeman and this Shea Moss. After. Right. They're they're um, this is after he's been, uh, you know, uh, found to be a filthy liar. And of, and the judge ruled against him because he would not um, he would not participate. You know, you see, this is what they think about our our government, that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us. Part of that is you get you you get your day in court. The justice system is part of that. It's not we're not under the the whims of uh, Vladimir Putin. We uh, don't get to get to beg our our lords, you know, please have mercy on us. And the and the, the king can't just take us and and put us in prison and disappear us down into a dungeon and no one ever sees us again. We never get a day in court. I mean, all of that, all of these legal rights came because uh, people fought for them. And Giuliani, who says he's a lawyer, he's he's lost his law license all over town. So he's got no integrity and he uh, he wouldn't um, part of the legal a part of a lawsuit is both sides have to um, give each other the same information as part of discovery you have to it would you know you have to share everybody has to be on the same page with all of the evidence. And Rudy didn't play. You know, he held it back. Because he's guilty as fuck. That's why. And he thought that he could delay, delay, delay. Until what? Trump gets in office. That's what they're hoping. And then everything goes away. Which it won't. Trump, Trump will never be the president again. I and one of the things I have to say, and I I'm I'm I will not eat those words. I the, the, he's not gonna win. But anyway, and one of the things that I I um, keep hearing is that people are saying that you know he can't run for office because he's um, you know he's an insurrectionist, and that's the truth. But. Um, um, there are certain states that are trying to get him off the ballot. I'm like, no. No, we want him to run because he is poison. He's the kiss of death. Without him, then it's, you know, I think it would be tougher. You put any other filthy fascist Republican up there and... Unfortunately, there are a lot of morons in this country that will vote for their own demise. They'll vote for a slick talking Ramasmarmi. They'll vote for uh, Chris Christie. They would. And it's disgraceful. That's why it drives me up a wall when 
the Democrats and Joe Biden. He he does it all the time. Talks about his you know, Republican friend. He even was uh, praising Ron DeSantis with the hurricane. But that drove me insane. Here we go. Speaking the two words, uh, libel and libel. The judge did not oh, find yes. uh, anything about the case. case. We haven't even tried the case. We're, we've done uh, 2,000 hours of discovery, Incredible. 20 years of discovery, uh, completely oppressive. They have a Wall Street law firm that's got to be getting paid by somebody to do this. Yeah, that's it. Right? And uh, this is part of the Biden regime plan to have the process beat you. So I've, nobody's ever tried my case. Just keeps I haven't had a chance to put my defense in. She found me liable, L-I-A-B-L-E, because oh, she said I didn't comply wow. with discovery. They're That's it. Trying to discover she something said, I did wrong judge. or Trump did wrong or somebody else did wrong. Most of it I objected to. She overruled my objections. I mean, she's put probably more January 6th people away for unquestionably ridiculous periods of time than anyone. Incredible. And um, here, here's the best part of it. She says I didn't turn over all of my electronic discovery. Well, I didn't have my electronic discovery well, judge. Why don't you go to court and say that? You see, he's they they fight in the court of public opinion. They could say anything they want on these fascist propaganda outlets, but then when they get into court, they lose again and again and again and again and again. Like Trump lost the uh, you know, there's no stolen election. He lost 61 times in court. He had recounts. They recounted Georgia three times because of that fuck, that fucking waste of life, that waste of time, space, air, human DNA. Can you believe this? That's what sucks about, I mean, the country is sick. He is a symptom. Yes, Trump is a symptom of the sick-ass system, but... That he, this con man, this filthy fascist con man is lying and everybody has to like dance to his tune. All the time and money wasted on a recount after recount after recount because of this grifter isn't man enough to respect the peaceful transfer of power. Incredible. The FBI had it. Ninety percent of this discovery was intended to try to impose about a million dollars of expenses on me. I mean, why, why the heck do they want to know what I did in law practice 20 years ago? I look at this Ruby Freeman in the Shea Moss case. I mean, I think they're over-dramatizing what they went through big time. Uh, so you called them out. You 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 said this Incredible. USB thing. It looks like a criminal conspiracy. Donald you Trump called them out them in out. the tweet. A tweet. I saw in the January 6th report, I mean, somebody knocked on their door. And she totally freaked out. I mean, I didn't knock on her door. You did not. I on interpreted door. what I saw on a tape. He's I still, still interpret lying. it that way. You see that? I mean, I there's no doubt they were screwing around. And it's clear that they were hiding the ballots because for the whole day, clear. they were under this a is table. After the fact, you understand? He's already been convicted of this. Of he, They've already ruled in favor of Ruby Freeman. And uh, Shea Moss. And he's, he's out there. It, do, it doesn't take a day. And these 
fuckers are out there with their lies. And it's, it's appalling. It's absolutely disgraceful. Incredible. With a big black cloth over there. It looked like a gigantic uh, uh, funeral, uh, funeral setting. And then they waited till the people were thrown out to get the ballots out from under the under the under the table. No one has ever done a forensic examination of their ballots. And I guarantee you they are filled with phony ballots. Wow. I mean, I I hope that it's like the um, E. Jean Carroll case where Trump went right back out and continued to defame E. Jean Carroll, a woman he raped. And uh, then she went back at him and she got, and I don't hear him talk about E. Jean Carroll anymore, but this is the same situation with this rat fucker Rudy Giuliani, this sick person. He's a very sick person. You know, he's a scumbag. Let me see. Uh, he's also being sued for sexual harassment, too. Am I wrong? Giuliani. Where is it? <clears throat> hope I can. I hope my voice will hold out. Let me see. Giuliani. G-U-U-L-E-N-E. Where is it? I had it. Let's see. He's a he's really disgusting. Giuliani, he um according to you know, he, there's numerous lawsuits against him going on. And one of the, there's the Georgia defamation case that just, uh, that he just lost. The Dominion Voting Systems defamation lawsuit that he, he will lose <laughs> in short order. Yeah, the Dominion lawsuit filed a defamation suit against him, claiming he falsely accused the company of rigging the 2020 presidential election. And the Georgia defamation case that was just decided is uh, defamation by the uh, two election workers, Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss, who he falsely tied to an unfounded conspiracy. And then he admitted because he was forced to in the court document that he lied. And then he goes back out on TV saying, oh, I didn't do that. I had to say it like this. You don't know anything. This is something that you do in lawsuits. You do it in legal cases. Like fucking just a bunch of lies. Don't they have any decency, right? Don't they have any humanity? Another lawsuit they is that Giuliani is um, involved in 
is a sexual assault lawsuit by Noel Dumphy, a former associate of Giuliani, filed a lawsuit accusing him of sexual assault, harassment, wage theft, and other misconduct. And in fact, she has an audio recording of him talking about, let me see. He's, he's just a pig. You know, like when they, no offense to pigs, uh, who are charming and intelligent. But uh, he demanded sex while he took phone calls, according to her. It made him feel like Bill Clinton, he said. And uh, he, you know, would say things like, your tits belong to me. Ugh, isn't he a vile scumbag? It's like when he was uh, pranked on that that uh, that Borat movie, and he thought he was being interviewed by a Russian, a female Russian reporter, who was praising him and saying how she liked, you know, she loved him, how sexy he was, and everything. And then he started like pulling his pants down, putting his hands down his pants. He was trying. You know, he's trying to uh, take advantage of her, trying to get her to, uh, I guess, service him. Because he's such a, he's he's so attractive. He's like a disgusting bat without wings. Let me see. Well, anyway, I can't find it. But according to... Things are red. I mean, the the transcript is pretty disgusting. Let's see, Giuliani transcript. I'm losing my voice. Damn it! What time is it? <clears throat> Giuliani transcripts. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, my God. Look at this face. Ugh. Yikes. 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 You can look at this while I read this transcript. Mr. Giuliani... Let's see. Every place you were finding, and then she says, you were finding a little place in the woods. Get off the plane in New York City. On the airplane? Go right to the hotel. Give the money. On the dining room table? Yeah, and we go right ahead wherever on the floor of the living room as soon as we get in. We don't even make it to the bedroom. Yes? All the clothes come off. Oh, yes. Let the doorman wait outside to bring the luggage. Wait, wait. We need a little time alone. Yeah, I need a little time alone with my girlfriend here. That's right. With my daughter? That's right. With my little girl? That was in the... (laughs) 
I'm just winging it here. Here, get ready. I want to own you, officially. Oh, yeah? Legally, with a document. Put your name on. Put your name on. Come here, big tits. Come here, big tits. Your big tits belong to me. Give them to me. I want to claim my tits. I want my, cl I want my tits. I want to claim my tits. These are my tits. Oh, yeah. These breasts belong to me. Nobody else can get near these, okay? I don't need... I don't care if they're flirting or they give you business cards. These are mine. You get it? Yes. Understand? I'm very fucking possessive. I've gone easy on you. I don't know. I've been easy on you. You're pretty tough on me. I've been easy on you. Give them to me. Maybe. Who were the other Republicans who are celebrities? Oh, no, wait. That's not him. Who were the other Republicans who are celebrities? Ain't too many. Brad. Not Brad Pitt. The other guy that looks like him. Bradley Cooper? No, the other one. What's, the other, what's his name? What the hell's his name? Well, Matt Damon is very liberal. No, Matt Damon is a... Matt Damon is a fuck. Matt Damon is also 5'2". Eyes are blue. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I'm reading this verbatim. I'm sorry. Maybe. You are my bitch. Bitch? You're my, my wife. You're my fucking... Something is... I don't know. It says shit. You're my fucking shit. Or no, no, slut. They have stars. You're my... You're my woman? Yeah, you're my woman. You're my fucking slut. Okay. This is Giuliani. Jews. They want to go through that freaking Passover all the time. Man, oh man, get over the Passover. It was like 3,000 years ago. Okay, the Red Sea parted. Big deal. Not the first time that happened. Mr. Julian? Oh, no, wait. The way the natural selection works, Jewish men have small cocks because they can't get... They can't use them after they get married, whereas Italian men use them all their lives so they get bigger. And scene. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> Oh, my God. These are my tits. Wow. What the fuck? So, you understand how sick these people are? They're disgusting. That's how they act? These are my tits. They're mine. You're my slut. Jewish men have small cocks. And uh, so what? The Red Sea parted. Italian men have uh, big ones. What? Uh, where? And this is a, like, you know, get a life. 
Get a fucking life. These people are horrible. These are people that want to tell us all how to live. Right, a little anti-Semitic pillow talk. Nice, says Jim. <laughs> exactly. That's very fascinating. Jewish men have small dicks? Wow. You're amazing. It's incredible. These people suck. They're unfit. What? I've, I've been telling you guys. Unfit to lead a drunken conga line, much less a modern nation. Okay, a couple more things, and then we'll call it a night. And we'll get back together tomorrow. Remember? Because you're mine. These are, yous are all mine. You better come back and become a patron. Really? Yeah. Well, here comes Junior. Uh-oh. Look how fat he is. You know what I discovered? These, these cats of mine. They, they're all, they all need to go on a diet. I do too, but whatever. That's another story. And they were helping themselves to a big giant tub of treats that I had behind. I had it, you know, I have some treats. I give it to them. And then I bought a big giant tub of treats you know, value size, whatever, big giant size, but like 30 ounces. And they opened it up. They opened up the lid and they cut a hole or however they did it. They busted in. And I discovered this this evening. And I was like, holy shit, that's why you are all f need to go on a diet because they are... They're just chowing down on treats, like whenever the hell they want. They're just like, chow, chow. Just chowing down on the treats. It's a, it was the great treat tub heist. Exactly. Haiku. <laughs> it's so true. I was kind of impressed. It was sort of like when Ray, I discovered little Ray Ray, opening the the tub of the dry food which you know I don't give them a lot of dry food because the the vet says it's you know that's what makes them gain weight and you know it's like a treat so I'll give them the wet food I'll, I'll put a little couple of dry nuggets in there for variety but they love it they simply love it and then I found Ray opening the, the tub of the, the plastic container. I have it on video. It's, I keep threatening to post it. I, I should post it. It's hard to see, though. That's the problem, because he's all black, and it's kind of dark. So, anyway, whatever. It doesn't have to be perfect, I suppose. Which is the last thing I should do? There's a couple of things I have on the, on the list, or we could talk about it tomorrow. I guess we can talk about some of these tomorrow. But let's start. Let me just. This is kind of a short one. So. Just to wrap up. 
you know, all these these freaks are going to jail. Good. The traitors. A lot of traitors going to jail. I I appreciate that. Well, I didn't know. You know, there's there's so, there's something wrong. You know, there with these Republicans, they you know they love their human shields for uh, for their for bigotry. You know, anybody. It's kind of fascinating. You know, like Enrique Tardio, and uh, who's the other one? There's that proud prick asshole. The the leader. What's his? What's that guy's name? Proud Boys. He's uh, got darker pigment. Somebody on the chat will tell me in a minute. Anyway, it's fascinating how you know it takes all types, and we've talked about how. Even during the rise of the uh, Republican heroes in the 20th century, the Nazis, that they, there were, as Hitler tried to gain power legitimately after first trying to overthrow the government violently, and then he, tr- he realized he had to go the um, legitimate route, um, he did win the vote of uh, of Jewish people. You know, we have records, and I remember um, telling you one of the there's one of the documentaries. It's great. I can't remember what it's called now. It always slips my mind, but it's I'll look it up. It's one of the documentaries on. Um, I bet you I can look it up right now. Documentary about the rise of Nazi Germany. It's uh, it's really one of the best documentaries. It's a series, and they use it. It goes from the early days of the rise of the Third Reich, and then it goes uh, with you know, to the end, uh, the fall of the Third Reich, but it it has, it's all contemporary accounts. They read from contemporary um, press, uh, newspapers, but also personal diaries and some of, and, you know, it, it just strikes me when you hear... Uh, the the actual words of someone who lived during that time saying that they voted for Hitler because he would bring they thought uh it, he would bring stability to the economy he would he needed to shake things up or whatever it was but um they <laughs> but the people voting for Hitler not all, of course, but there were Jewish, some Jewish business people voted for him because he would, uh, you know, be good for the economy. And uh, let me see, Nazi documentary. It's on the tip of my tongue. It is so good. And I highly recommend it. It's called, it's like, uh, what's it called? 
like, you know, one word. I think it's one word. All right, whatever. God damn it. Like, uh, you know, God damn it. I can't even think of one word. <laughs> it's a word. You know what I mean. It's just one word. God damn it. Like, uh, you know, come on, somebody tell me. Tell me a good word. It's, you know, like... <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking! God damn it. I should ask the AI. I, I've, I've had so many fights with AI recently. You know, it's really annoying. And that's why the... Uh, Artificial intelligence, it has its ups and downs. Of course, uh, we shouldn't be too worried because they, they lie all the time. The artificial intelligence, I've had, I've been trying to, I use, this, it's a site called perplexity.ai, and it's, it was good. But then the more I use it, the more I see how it's not... It actually doesn't give you the full story. Or um, it, if you ask it... Sometimes I'll ask it for lists or whatnot uh, just to help in research. And it it omits a lot of things. And I then I'll have to go back. I'll say, what about that? And it's like, oh, yeah, okay. So what good are you if you have to, if I have to check, I'm asking you to do something for me, you know, to make a list and to help me with this research, but then you're not actually giving me everything. It's, or even sometimes it won't even, it won't even respond. It won't give you what you're asking for. It'll say, especially when I'm doing research on politics, because it'll be like, it is important to know that not everybody is a Nazi. Oh, hello. Hello, Junior. He's a good boy. Let me see. List Nazi documentaries. Anyway, so the point is, Um, not genocide, it's called, I'll find it, god damn it, it's really bothering me, all right, well, the point is, and now that I've lost everybody that was watching the show, except for you guys who are really too good to me, uh, I saw this article, a trans oath keeper. There's a trans oath keeper who is going to prison, was sentenced to prison 
for eight and a half years. So, and now she's upset. Her name is Jessica Watkins, and she was she was sentenced in May, but now she's upset because guess what? They're sending her to a men's prison. And she's reaching out. She's, she's been on social media crying about it and, and asking um, her fellow fascists to get in touch with Republicans to help her. Jessica Watkins. Here, I'll show you. Not that one. Call to action. Call to action. This is her, Jessica Watkins, when she spells her name J6. Fuck you, Jessica. I hope you learn your lesson. You know, I really do. Eight and a half years. You're going to be there for at least four. If you have good behavior. But call to action. The, they plan to put me in a men's prison. I am currently being held in a men's jail. See photo for who to contact to help to ensure I go to a woman's prison. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Contact Marjorie Taylor Greene. And Jim Jordan and Matt Getz. And of course she writes, pardon Jessica Watkins, hashtag pardon Jessica Watkins, and hashtag J6 Lives Matter? Fuck you, traitor. Take your lumps. They're sending her to a men's prison, and whose fault is that? Well, you're a biological male, as perjury trader Green would say, right? Who hates your guts through and through. What is she going to do for you? It's incredible. In regard to, so she says, uh, call to action from Jessica. And she puts all the numbers her to and also asked the trader her fellow traders to call the judge and the number in regard to her being put in a male prison against her will and against the judge's orders also she, uh, she also wants people to let her the judge know about the potential cancer biopsy and removal well that, I don't know anything about that all I know is that Stop voting for your own demise, you stupid. Stop acting against your better interests. Stop inflicting, uh, stop being part of the problem, really. Stop allying yourself with people who hate you and use you and hurt others like you. For why? You're going to call perjury traitor Green, the one who put a, a sign outside her 
her office because her office faces a, a another representative who had a trans flag outside saying trans lives matter or whatever. And then she had to go out there and, and, and uh, put a, a counter sign out there that said, uh, there are two genders, only two genders. Trust the science. Because that's as far as Republicans go with science. They go to your pee-pee. You know, that's, just, that's science to them. You, like like uh, Giuliani. You know, these, these tits are mine. Well, it's all mine. The pee-pee. They want, the, you know, Jewish people have uh, this size pee-pee. Italians have that. This is who they are. The pee-pee. The pee-pee police. That's science to them. Trust the science. They hate your guts, Jessica Watkins. You're being used, and now you're paying the price. How dare you ask for help for, to, to call perjury Trader Green to put you in a women's prison? Because you're, you're, you're doing everything to empower fascists who, just like the Nazis in the 20th century, target trans people. They don't want you to exist. What are you doing? It takes all types. It's incredible. It's I don't get it. I do not get it. It's just like I never understood why anybody who was gay, you know, the log cabin Republicans, get the fuck out of here. Agreed. That's it. It's just like the Jewish business people in the documentary and uh, from the, I guess, an excerpt of a diary that they read saying how we all voted for Hitler because he, we thought he would get the economy back on track, whatever the hell. All for their business, you know, all because of money. I don't know what her damage is that she wants to... What is she doing? I mean, it's not that they hide it. It's not that they are... It's not, it's not that it's undercover. That their their hatred for trans people is, you know, they're they're uh, trying to hide it. They're not. It's crazy. <clears throat> All right, guys, guys, guys. Listen, listen, listen. Hmm. I'm just still looking that stupid documentary up.
I'm asking the fucking AI, but it's not helping. All right. Guys, guys, guys. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. If anyone can be a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Thanks for your support morally, spiritually, and uh, sexually, I guess. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Uh, listen, listen, listen. We're going to meet back here tomorrow at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, in the meantime, I have more stuff to talk about. Look at Boudica. She's so good. Booty, what are you doing? Get out of there. Get out of the wires. All right. Remember what I tell you. Whoops. Ow, that scared me. We, what? We will win. Thank you for hanging out tonight. We will win. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Thank you so much for hanging out tonight. I love you all. My name is Tara Devlin. Tomorrow's the first day of September. That's right, Errol. Wow. This summer went flying by. And I will see you. We stick together, we win. I forgot to say that. And I will see you tomorrow night.